Once upon a time, Kimberly was just going through the motions. Every once in a while, she'd find some happiness, but it quickly faded. She chased every possible way to make money because she thought money was the key to getting the happiness she longed for. Then, one day, she decided she was worthy enough to try a different path. It led her through the dark cave of fear, past the forest of doubts, and to the village of vulnerability. With each step, she trusted herself more. She asked for what she really wanted, and she started to get it. More happiness, more love, and yes, more money. Welcome to the next chapter of Kimberly's Manifesting Success Story. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Barks. Cassie Parks. And I am back with Kimberly for interview number 27 in her Years of Growth series. Welcome, Kimberly. Hi, Cassie. You said 27. I was like, wow. (laughs) I know. That's what I thought when I was preparing yesterday. So those of you listening, it is September 26th, 2022, as we're recording this. And this will be the first of three episodes that we record today. Um, the the same day. We're going to talk about your magic money manifested journey today, because I really want to break that down for people. And there's a lot of great LOA lessons, including resistance and getting what you want and judgment of, of what you need to get what you want. So I want to go into that today. And then in our upcoming evidence, we're going to, or upcoming evidence, there's lots of evidence, but we're going to talk about criticism and stepping in and being a coach in the next episode. And in the episode after that, we're going to talk about being versus doing and break down inspiration for you. So I'm very excited. Awesome. Well, we're talking about money today and magic money. So tell us what is your current manifested money total that we're celebrating today? $405,122.05. Yay. How does that feel? Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I manifested like um, over, well, close to 50,000 in like a week. So that was fun. (laughs) That is awesome. I love it. It's so fun. And what's interesting is that you would title this chapter of your manifesting success story journey, resistance to getting what I want. And we're going to talk about that today um, because it really ties into money too, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, And so resistance is such an interesting thing, um, especially when we're leveraging the law of attraction. So like I said, we would talk about manifest magic money, which is just for reference for listeners. It is the third money manifesting course that you go through in Enchanted Life University. So you do manifest 10K and then you do future self-work and you step into that. And then we up-level by doing manifest 10K 2.0, go through that and you do future self-work. And then you step into magic, uh, manifest magic money. And so Kimberly, like that was about four months ago when you started Um, and you start with an intention. So instead of when manifest 10K, 
or intention is to manifest 10,000. So in that program, we start with $10,000. How are you going to invest it? What are you going to do? Right. And we work from that point in manifest magic money. It's a little bit different. So tell us from your perspective, how you figured out what, what your intention was. Um, this took me a minute because of resistance. Um, I wanted to like go big. Like I thought, okay, I've done manifest 10,000 twice. Um, I want to go for like, you know, a big number. Um, obviously I'm over $400,000. So Mm -hmm. I wanted like that bigger number thinking that I've come so far. I should be able to manifest that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So pause right there. Cause this is something that manifestors do. And I think you had in your head, like, what does big mean in this case? Meaning like I wanted a hundred thousand dollars or like a million or (laughs) just a really big number. Mm -hmm. I thought that's what I, I still was, I, I had the, even though I've done the work, I still thought that in order to be better, I had to manifest more and bigger. Mm-hmm. And this program, it's really, we don't, we don't go like, oh, what's the biggest number you want to manifest or what you want to do? The assignment and how we identify the amount is by identifying how much money would significantly change your, shift your life in that moment. Like if it just showed up on your doorstep, right? If someone just dropped off a package with X amount of dollars in it, um, what would, what amount would shift your life? And you go through that. And so it's not just like, oh, I need a million to, ch- to change my life or I need a hundred thousand. It really take you through some steps to ask you for that. So what, um, with that, we're going to get into the number in a second, but what, what was going to shift your life or what would the money be for that would make a big shift in your life four months ago, four or five months ago? For me, it was, um, having, uh, money for the next year. Mm-hmm. Money for all your expenses, money for just for the expenses that I cover because my husband, um, has he's been supporting me and has agreed to, or he had agreed to cover all of the, our main expenses while mm-hmm. I was pursuing coaching and art. So okay. these were my personal expenses of like website. Um, if I wanted to get my hair done, you know, things I didn't take out of the family, but. Absolutely. So what was your manifest magic number when you add it all up? What would make this huge shift in your life to have a year's worth of your investments taken care of? It was (laughs) (laughs) $13,055. And how did you feel about that number when you added it up at first? At first I was like, oh, that's, that's really small. Like (laughs) I was still in that small small numbers and big numbers mindset um, at that time when I was doing the assignments. Um, And so I was like, that's all it's going to take to shift my life. Like I was expecting that I needed a bigger number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How come do you think if you look back on that moment, why did you expect like, Oh, to make a shift in my life, it has to be bigger. I think I was still living part of my old money story came up. Like I needed more. Mm-hmm. to do all these things in order to I like I needed more to have the life that I wanted to have all the experiences and do all the things mm-hmm. yeah which comes from um and this is a thing that comes up in the money chaser story and then you have to realize it and then you you know you grow um it comes from that place where I'm gonna get what I want from having money instead of realizing you already have most of what you want right yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah day to day. I love that. And 
this um, part of this for listeners, the, the part of the way this course was inspired was by the knowledge I got when I started Manifest 10K, which was then money, 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 where I'd let people say like, okay, what do you want money for? And then I would make them, I was inspired to say like, add that up. And most of the time, that number is under $100,000 to significantly change your life. But people have in their mind, like, my life can't be different until I'm a millionaire. It's going to take X amount. I have to get so much money for my life to be different. And when we really stop to look at, okay, what would make a huge shift in my life and how much money will that take? Uh, often it's very small. Yes. <laughs> I was surprised by that number. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, and I remind me and listeners, did you get the job before or after you started Magic Money? After. I was yeah. still in resistance mode. Right. Because... <laughs> Well, I'll ask you this question in a minute. So, you know, you set this intention for this amount of money and then it's like, I getting a job was like the next, that seemed logical. Right. And I think I want to talk a little bit about this. So why did you resist getting a job? Because it wasn't the next logical step for me. I thought I'm a really good manifester. I can just manifest this money in a way that does not include me going out and getting a job. Mm hmm. And, and just because you like, I always, you know, we are always good manifestors, but sometimes the universe puts the things we need in the path, right? Because it, it oh, I'm just going to manifest it without the job is actually resisting the job, which is in essence, resisting the money, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I um, didn't see that at first. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I remember bringing it to a coaching call and you're like, well, have you gotten a job yet? I'm like, no. And you're like, why well, didn't tell you you didn't have to not get a job? I, I remember this conversation. I was like, well, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so I can get a job to make it easier and manifest the money. It's, it, so it was one of those, I was resisting it. But then when the light bulb went off, I was like, Oh yeah, I could get a job. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to, like that was the story I was telling. Well, I don't have to get a job. I can manifest it another way. Mm -hmm. Even though kind of like, I mean, there had been lots of like job things, there'd been all these kind of opportunities for jobs that had come up. It wasn't just like, Oh, let me think of the how, and that's the job. Jobs had been sort of filtering into your life, this possibility of getting a job or a short-term job. Right. And instead of seeing that as that's what the universe sent, and I think a lot of manifestors make this mistake, it's like, oh no, I don't want a job I'll manifest in a different way. Even though like the universe is sending you the way to get the money, right? Yes. <laughs> and while you're resisting that, I mean, what happened with the flow of money in your life while you're resisting that? It wasn't flowing. Right. <laughs> and almost <laughs> as soon as you got, you said yes to the job and it not just said yes to the job, but then throughout the process, you knew you needed $13,055, right? So you could even calculate, oh, I only need the job for this amount of time, right? Yes. Yeah. And how did that feel when you realized you had a number? It wasn't just like, oh, I have to work because I need money. I'm working for this amount to, to get me X, Y, and Z. Um, how did that feel? It felt more empowering to me to to know the number 
because now I like a budget. Like I, that got me to look at a budget and my numbers and, oh, yeah, I don't need that much to do all the things I want to do. And it was more of the aha of I can live the life I want to live. And it's, I'm going to say only $13,000 and $13,055 to do those things. And I, I didn't see that because I was too busy resisting getting a job. Right. And I think it's interesting because you started becoming a coach at the beginning of this year. And I made it, you know, part of what, I don't know if listeners caught it when I said, you know, like I didn't say, don't get a job. I definitely said, this is how long it's going to, you should expect for money to start coming in from coaching. And if anyone is out there coaching, I think one of the biggest things that gets in the way of manifesting clients is needing to manifest clients to get money. And so as a coach, you know, I said, okay, plan on this, this amount of time, right? This is the space you have to go without an income because one of your incomes had ended. And so just letting you know, like, this is the space. And instead of being like, oh, okay, I see the space and I'm going to fill it. It's like, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a really good manifester. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I did. (laughs) Manifest something different. And I think that's what a lot of people do. And um, we're going to talk more about how money started flowing into your life. Once money was coming into your life, you know, when we're like desperate and we need money, it keeps money at bay. But when we do things like say yes to a job that might not necessarily be what we want, right? But it ended up being pretty fun and like have a lot of perks, right? It was flexible. You could do coaching calls from like take a break and do a coaching call from that job, right? There was no, there was no, it didn't keep you from living anything else, right? And it ended up being fun. You met great people. Um, And so when we step into that and money is coming in, it's a lot easier for more money to come in because you're not so desperate for money, right? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) That Um, was one of the biggest things about that job was um, (laughs) I, I walked in knowing exactly what I needed. Like I, I knew that I was building coaching and I needed certain timeframes that I could go do that. And that was the very first thing that I asked for. So I didn't, it was a new experience to walk into a job requesting what I needed and then getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was also very empowering. Like it was just, it was so easy. It unfolded easily. There was no, I didn't have to push or force what I wanted or needed. It was given to me easily. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And so you have since put in your notice at that job, right? <laughs> yes. Now. Um, uh, Go ahead. A week ago. Yeah. Awesome. And did someone write you a check for $13,055 and you have it in your bank account? And so you're quitting your job? No. How did the, (laughs) okay. So tell us, how did the money, uh, did the money show up the way you thought it would? Did you think, oh, I'm going to set this intention and somebody's going to just hand me a check? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, how it all worked out was totally different than I thought. So I, that number, I've done things already with that number. Um, I took a week's vacation to Florida and stayed in a place that was more than we'd ever paid for, like a a rental. Um, And that was fun. And um, we just bought a a new Jeep, um, which is another cool story. Um, 
Does but that save you money? Is that how money it, came in? Yes. Is that part of it? Yeah. yeah. Saving me money, saving money on my car insurance, my homeowner's insurance, Joshua getting raises, Joshua being able to get another raise. Um, so all of this money has been flowing in and I saved on our cell phone bill. So I've cut because I know looking at my budget now, I see where all of our money goes and I can, they contact me or I'll call about something else and then ask a question. Can, is there any way I can save money? And so I do save money now. So I have cut our monthly budget of the things that Joshua has agreed to pay while he's supporting me while I'm building my coaching and my art. So you've cut the things, which then covers what that 13, so that, so 13,000 is like a thousand eighty something, $80 or $82, something like that a month off the top of my head. Right. So you have, instead of creating $13,000 in your bank account, the way that the universe delivered was by supporting you and lowering your monthly investments by about a thousand something a month. Right. Amazing. Isn't that fun? It is so fun. And that is not how I thought it was going to work out. I was thinking that it was me bringing in the money. And if I did bring it in, just not the way that I thought it would. I thought it was actual physical cash or a check or something that was that full $13,000. And some other things, you know, because you had that money to bring in, you you were able to pay off other things because you did use that money that was coming in, right? For a couple of months that made it. And now universe has delivered like, oh, our investments are less. And so all of these things that we want to have this amazing life are covered. Yes. And now you don't have to have a job. Correct. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. How many months was that? That was May, June, July. Four months? Four, Four months. months. Four months of having a job. And I think you had had it down to like, maybe you'd have to, at one point you did the math and you're like, oh, okay, I have, I'm going to have the job for nine months and then I'll quit. And and I'll be good, right? Yep. Yeah. And that is so important, especially in situations like this, because it's like, oh, okay, that's what I need. And then that there's an end moment, right? You don't yes. feel as stuck when it's a situation like this. And there's different ways to handle it if you're in a different job and creating stuff like this. But in this kind of specific situation, that's really important. Um, yeah, I went from so, nine months to only four. To four. I love it. Yes. <laughs> and that happens when we stop resisting things, right? When we're yes. like, oh, and we settle in, we're like, oh, okay, I'm here for nine months. And we're not resisting it. More comes in. That's it. Um, that was a, it was a great lesson. <laughs> yeah, totally. So tell us this. I love this piece of evidence that has to do with your new Jeep and your, because one of the things that we do when you manifest your magic number is you really start to hone in. So 13,000, 55 or 1355, we're always, um, you're looking for those as evidence for that amount, right? And so tell us about the evidence for your new Jeep. So my Jeep had 13 miles. Hey. <laughs> it's written in black and white on, a, on our like our paperwork. And I was like, of course it does. <laughs> and I just got these books. <laughs> Yay. That's amazing. So can you tell better, like looking back, or maybe you've come up against it more recently, can you tell if you're resisting what you want now? Are you starting to build up that knowledge base for yourself, what that feels like? Yes. Um, I, when I'm resisting, I'm, um, belligerent isn't the word, but it's more like (laughs) I'm stubborn. Mm -hmm. And when I can 
stop for just a minute and listen to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm being stubborn. So my question to myself is, oh, what am I resisting? And I don't always know, but I recognize now that, oh, I'm being really stubborn and why? Yes, I love that. And you answered my next question. Like, what do you do about it? (laughs) You recognize it. And even just that awareness, like, why am I being stubborn? Like, oh, there is something I'm resisting, right? Which might have to do with the current moment or something else completely, right? Right. Um, So that's awesome. How does that, how does that feel um, in terms of sort of taking on your own knowledge Um, of that? Again, I just feel very empowered. And I know I will say this many, many times over, but now when that comes up, I know that I've created the safety net. I can bring it to a call because I don't always know why I'm being stubborn. And I don't necessarily know that I need to know the why, but I can get coached to look at where I need to look. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just recognizing that, yeah, I'm being stubborn. I don't, it doesn't take anything else. If that makes sense. Yeah. Just the awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that awareness is huge because people, we often wonder like, why would I resist something that I want? Right. Yeah. But we do. And sometimes it's because we just haven't opened enough space to say, I deserve this or, I can have this. I can allow myself that. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. I think that especially this year with, you know, launching or opening the doors to coaching. And um, I thought that I was, I, well, again, that's what the story I was telling you is that I should have this shit down by now (laughs) and I can manifest whatever I want. I'm powerful, all the things, and I am a powerful manifester. But I still have room to to grow. I'm always growing and I always want to continue to learn and grow and be the best version of who I am. Absolutely. Very cool. Any other thoughts or comments that you want to make or share that's on your heart about resistance? Um, I learned a lot by by being resistant. And so I'm thankful for that because it opened yeah. up so much space to recognize it, see it, go through it, feel it, and then come out on the other side of being open to all the amazing things that are going on in my life. Yay. I love it. Um, and thank you, of course, to Cassie for coaching me through that. <laughs> you are welcome. Thank you for sharing um, this chapter and about this moment and resistance in your manifesting success story. And uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back next week when we're talking about criticism and also growing into being a coach. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after.